Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Just want to make sure I'm on and everything's okay here. Okay. All right. Well, we are recording and we will get started. Amen. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries. And I am glad to see you on today. God gave us another day that is a reason to be happy and to be glad. Amen. Gives us a reason to thank the Lord. Every single day, no matter how a person feels, we have something to thank the Lord for, even if it's just opening up your eyes for that morning. Amen. He rose us up. We are on this side of the grave. Hallelujah. Let's pray for the people who have, may have lost loved ones uh, it, due to COVID or whatever is going on around this this world, uh, heartbreak, there's a lot of heartbreak going on. Um, so let's keep people in prayer. We're going to talk about something today, amen, that we need to be able to do this, amen. You know, they say, how can you help someone else if you, you don't have the power, if you don't have the energy and the vitality to be able to do it, to help yourself? You have to take care of yourself so you'll be able to help somebody else, Amen. Uh, you know, they, someone was told once on an airplane, a mother was told once on an airplane, you know, to um, put the mask over her face first and then her child's face. And she said, why not my child first? And they said, because if you don't have the energy, if, how can you help your child, right? How can you? So you have to help yourself first and get that little spark of energy and then help somebody else. Amen. So this is a beautiful wintry day. Uh, and uh, January... Sunday, January 23rd, 2022, we are live. No, it's not a pre-recording this time, everybody. So, you know, pray for me. Amen. I got a couple microphones hooked up here, so if one thing goes wrong, I have some backup. Amen. So if my voice sounds different in one segment than it does in the other, you understand why. God is good. He's got it covered. Amen. The Holy Ghost has got it covered. Amen. Um, We are going to talk about the enduring Yes, 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 yes. That word that a lot of people may not like to hear, but we have to endure. We are going to talk about the enduring. So pray for me as I deliver this word. The Holy Spirit, use me. Heavenly Father, uh, bless each and every person that is on here today. We love you. We're here because of you. We're here because of your son, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. We're here because we love him. We know we're not perfect, and we know we make mistakes, but forgive us for all of our sins. Forgive us for all of our mistakes, Father God. We don't want anything to come in between us and you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for being a forgiving Father. Thank you for teaching us, being a teaching Father, using the Holy Spirit to teach us those things that we need to know. Holy Spirit, I ask that you use me to deliver this message today for the ones that are on now, the ones that come later, the ones that read my blog that you've given me, the ones that that listen to the podcast, which you've blessed me with. And Father God, cause each and every listener to be blessed in their health, in their minds, in their hearts, their homes, their neighborhoods, their houses, their families, their finances, each and every place that they need strength from your throne. Each and every place that the enemy tries to battle them over, he already lost. He lost. We won the war. We read the end of the book. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Father God. We thank you for giving us victory already. We thank you for giving us the blood of Jesus Christ, giving us his wonderful, beautiful, awesome name. Hallelujah. Yeshua HaMashiach. 
Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. Cover, cover each and every person that listens to this uh, with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And all the problems that the enemy tried to bring up to them. Hallelujah. I decree and I declare right now in the name of Jesus Christ that they are vanished. They are vanished. We sent them to dry places, never to bother them again. In Jesus' holy name and those places that those uh, hindrances and those problems tried to take, we filled them with more of you, Holy Spirit, more of God, more God, more God. Hallelujah. You said you will be a fire, a hedge of fire around about her, Israel, and those grafted in. And we know that fire is going to burn up anything that is not of you. And we thank you for loving us in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I know I'm doing good because my daughter didn't come up to tell me anything's wrong. Yes, bless her soul. <laughs> my daughter is my guardian. She watches. She's good. She watches over to make sure everything's going to be all right. Amen. I got a lot of notes here, so pray for me that, you know, um, I let the Holy Spirit do all the work. Amen. Hallelujah. The enduring. All right. Now, let's talk about endure and endurance. Okay, when you look it up, okay, it's suffering, to suffer, to suffer something painful or difficult patiently. Notice those two, in between, those two words, suffer patiently. It's suffering something painful or difficult patiently. And what's my favorite word, y'all? You heard me say it a million times, right? Patience, have patience, amen. Remain in existence to last. That's what endure means. To remain. I want each and every one of you listening to this to know this, especially if you're a child of God. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. I hope you repent right now before we even get started. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and ask him to be your Savior, and it's over. Amen. All you got to do is start learning about Jesus. Amen. And start living for him. Okay? Do a 180, not a 360. Amen. But remain in existence. To last. Don't you want to last? Do you want to rust out? Do you want to wear out? We don't even, you know what? We don't even have to rust out because Jesus said, by his stripes, we are healed. Amen? By his stripes, you're already, you've already been healed. So every time something tries to come up and attack your body, you, you, re, you bind it in Jesus' name. A, amen. Every time. There's no, God didn't give us any conditions. He didn't say monthly or weekly or, you know, every eight hours, like you take a pill and an aspirin, you know. But you have the power in you. You let that thing, that evil thing, know that it has no power over you. That evil thing and God cannot live in your body at the same time. Hallelujah. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Amen. To remain in existence and to last. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Endure. Endurance. Now, we want to look a different way. Endurance. To have endurance. The fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way. I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but years ago in school, I'm not going to tell my age, but you know, it's been there. I've been there. <laughs> it's been a while. But years ago in school, I think in my spelling class, we had a teacher that t taught us how to break down sentences. I know some of you listening to this probably remember the name, what they, what they called it. But I used to love it. It was hard for me at first. But once I finally caught on, I learned how to break down sentences. When you listen to this sentence, 
you imagine, I think you do like the little division thing, the division sign and put one word on top of the other, almost like math, mathematics and spelling mixed together. And listen to the sentence. It says, the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation, okay, put, and then it says, without giving way. You're enduring and unpleasant, okay, we all go through unpleasant things in our lives. It's, sometimes it's almost daily. That's why we can't let things get to us. That's why we have to have patience. That's why we have to realize who we are in Christ Jesus because the devil's not going to stop. He doesn't sleep. We sleep. He doesn't sleep. Amen? He is trying to find a weak point in you that he can use to take over, to, to uh, dissuade you from following Jesus Christ. He hates Jesus. Now, we say we love Jesus. Amen. We should be doing things for Jesus. We should be doing things in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, you go through difficult processes and situations in your life, but don't give way. When you give way, all you're doing is showing that you had your feet on sinking sand. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Is your feet on sinking sand? Amen. Or is your feet on a beautiful gold that God's feet is on in heaven? Amen. Or on in heaven. Hallelujah. Now, the enduring, those things that abide. Let's talk about those things that abide. I have about four or five of them here. One, two, three, four, five, six of them. I'll go through real quick because I have some scripture that I'm going to give you, and I don't think I'll be able to do it in time, but I will give you the scriptures so that you can look them up whenever you, um, when we're done here. Amen. Uh, yes, I, I, I uh, went to a Bible school, and I learned how to do the notes and everything, and it's wonderful whenever you're preaching and you use them because the people can go back later and look it up and allow the Holy Spirit to show them what they need personally to know. Amen? Now, those things that abide. Let's, I'll, I'll, let's say what abide is first before we get started. Accept or act in accordance with. Okay? To accept or act in accordance with. A rule, such as your children, okay, living in your household, or you getting a new job, amen, or even a, a position in church, to accept or to act in accordance with a rule, a decision, or a recommendation, amen, to be able to tolerate something, amen. This is, this, this should be our middle name, <laughs> To be able to tolerate something. You, as a Christian, we should not be crybabies. We should, you know, we don't have to be ignorant and cocky and mean, but we, sh- we don't have to be, we should not be crybabies. We should be able, amen, to tolerate. Not unable to tolerate. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, the enduring. Now, here are the things that abide. Amen. Divine supplies. When you endure and you hold on to God's unchanging hand, amen, your divine supplies will stay. 1 Kings 19.8. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. First King, write down 1 Kings 19.8, and I will turn there. Because I have the the, uh, the 
the scripture, but I just want to, sometimes you got to read above the scripture and below the scripture, not just the same one. First uh, Kings 19.8. And, um, amen, hallelujah. And he, and, no, see, i got to go up higher. Verse, I'll start with, um, this is when Elijah is fleeing from Jezebel. Amen. I'll start with um, it's, uh, five. And it says, and as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, arise and eat. Ministering angels. You have ministering angels, just like Elijah. God's not going to give them to Elijah and not give them to you. Amen? Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water <laughs> at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. God actually fed Elijah. An angel came, amen, woke him up and told him, Wake up and eat. God can send you what you need, divine. That's why it's called divine supplies. Amen. Don't look at man. The Bible says, who is man that thou art mindful of him? Man don't care about whether or not you eat. Some do. Okay. But we got to realize there are some people out there who don't. Amen. Hallelujah. So keep your, uh, keep your relationship with Jesus Christ, personal, amen, and, and don't ever let him go because he's going to be the one that's going to give you the divine supplies that you need, him, the Holy Spirit, and our Father who art in heaven, amen. And it says, and the angel of the, verse 7, and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. Your guardian angel knows how much you can bear. He knows when to step in. Your guardian angel knows when you need help. Just because you can't see him or just because you can't feel him, like some people say, angel touched me on the shoulder, angel was standing in the corner of my bedroom. You know, everybody doesn't see them. Everybody doesn't hear them. But they are with you. They are your guardians. They're not going to let anything bad happen to you lest your foot be dashed against the stone, which is what they told Jesus, and, and it still goes today. Amen? They didn't just, Jesus didn't, he wasn't the only one that had that power. He wasn't the only one that had that favor. You have favor. You have favor with God and man. And I'm going to tell you something while I'm on this conversation. God showed me the word the other day, Ulam, U-L, or Ulam, U-L-L-O-M. And I saw that word. I saw it in a, in a vision in my mind. It's not just that I was sleeping and having a dream. I saw the word. And, and it bothered me so much. I, I, I wanted to go back to sleep, and I said, there's something about this word. And I kept, I kept, I, I opened up my eyes a little bit, and I'd wake up and I'd go back to sleep. And I said, no. And I kept seeing this word. And I said, you know what? I'm going to write it. Okay, always keep a pad by your bed. You know, I keep a pad by my bed. I've been doing it for years. But God speaks to me in my dreams. And I got up. I, I turned on my flashlight, and I wrote down this word, U-L-L-O-M. Some of you may have seen that on Facebook. Uh, and, and then another, uh, um, when I put it on Facebook, a friend of mine named Shauna came on, and she, she broke it down. And she said that word, now I didn't expect this, okay? She came on, and she said that word means favor 
with God and man. Hallelujah. God was showing me. I've, I've been going through a little something, something in the last couple of years of my life, and God, I believe God showed me, and he wants all of you to know the same thing because I preach, you listen to me, so it's not just for the kid. Amen. It's for you too. You have favor with God and man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it says, and he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat, 40 days. That meat, the heavenly meat, heavenly food, will, will, it will, it'll last. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly food will last. He went 40 days and 40 nights under Horeb, the mount of God. Heavenly food will take you to the mount of God. You want a mountain experience? Let God feed you. Amen. We, we feed ourselves in, in a natural, right? We make sure to do that. <laughs> I know I do, okay? Make sure that you're fed spiritually. Amen. Next one, spiritual food. Amen. John six twenty seven. Okay, it says, it's John six twenty seven. labor not for the meat which perishes, okay, perishes, but for that meat which endures, unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him has God the Father sealed. See? Don't labor so much. Don't spend your whole life, you know, laboring for, for food, physical food, physical food. We all do that. You know, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but I'm the kind of person, sometimes I eat and it's not even time to eat. And I, I don't really, I just sometimes you eat because you're bored. Okay, sometimes you eat because it looks good or your mind just takes you back to that food. And little do we realize, what we don't realize is a lot of that is temptation. People, we're, we're somebody talking about other words, people have forgotten about temptation. The devil uses temptation. Do, do any of you have cats out there listening? Okay, do, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but they have a, a treat for cats called temptations. I believe it's called temptations. And there's something wrong with that stuff. It, work, it works exactly like they show in the commercial. There is something in there. I don't know if it's catnip in it or what. The cats go crazy over those temptations. You know, our cat, we, we bought it, uh, I guess, about two years ago, and our cat was just, she would flip out for those temptations. You know, and she would, she would, and it's true, they, they just get crazy. And when they hear you shaking a regular jar, a regular can, they think you're shaking temptations, and they come running. We've got to watch out for that word temptations. It'll make you do things you have no business doing. And some of us eat because we're tempted. The devil is using that to tempt us to do so because when your mind is so swayed, get it? No, there's no endurance there. Okay, you've got to abide by God's word. It's spiritual. When your mind is so swayed that you allow the enemy to use you in that. Now, some of us have bigger appetites. I'm not dogging anybody because some do. I'm one of them, okay, you know, but God takes care of me, amen, hallelujah. But we all eat differently, but I'm talking about the ones that are just greedy, they gorge it. You, you don't realize God is using that, okay, I mean, the devil is using that to keep your mind away from spirituality, to keep your mind away from the Lord, to keep your mind from living for Christ Jesus. Some people are more worried about the flesh than they are the spirit. Get your spiritual food. Don't labor 
for meat that perishes. Amen. Third, spiritual works. 1 Corinthians 3.14, if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. Amen. If anybody's work, if the work that you are doing for the body of Christ, in fact, I'm going to ask a lot of people out there, what are you doing for the kingdom of God? Amen. That's, that's my question. Think about it. What are you doing for the kingdom of God? You know, people may say I'm crazy. They may say, oh, that, that preacher, Reverend Essie, whatever her name is, yeah, I, I've seen her. I heard her before. Yeah, she's a little... I think she's a little off, or they might not like how I preach or how I speak or, or whatever I do. But I tell you what, I have been abiding, I have been enduring, and I've gone through endurance. Amen. I've had my ministry, I got called into the ministry in 1992. Amen. I, I'll never forget it. I got called into the ministry in 1992, and then uh, God showed me Shiloh Bible Institute in 1996. And I went to Shiloh from 96 and graduated in 99, had a church, a physical church. It flooded twice. Ivan, I think Ivan and whoever the next one was that came along and finished it off. And I took my ministry online. I have been doing this regardless of how people feel about me. This is what I do. Amen. This is what I do. I'm not trying to be like anybody else. This is what I do. When Jesus asks, what did you do? What did you do for the kingdom? What did you do with your time? I'm not going to be like the man that had one coin left and, and buried it in the ground. Says, well, I, I knew you would need this, so I didn't do anything. I just, I just buried it and hid it there. No, no. I'm going to be one of the ones. I know I am. I'm going to be one of the ones. I have endured. Amen. I have abided. I'm going to be one of the ones that's going to get my rewards. Amen? And even the Bible says uh, there were men who were harassing the men of God. Amen? And, and a man stepped up and said, listen, he said, leave these men alone. He said, if what they are doing is, is of God, it will last. And if what they're doing for God is not for God, it's not going to last. We're going to find out anyway, so leave them alone. Amen. And I would say, what, 30 years? I think 30 years is not bad for ministry. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. And I can't say I did it all by myself because there's been people out there who's included. There's been people that helped me. There's been people who listened to me when I needed somebody to listen to. There's been people that preached with me, preached for me whenever I needed somebody to come preach. And uh, I've had a lot of help along the way. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't do it by yourself. Amen. Just make sure you're doing it for the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to James 2, 16 and 17. I want to see. I have that note written down. Amen. Whatever you are doing, make sure that you are doing it for the Lord. Make sure that it lasts. You want it to last. God wants it to last. Amen. He's on your side. James 2, verses 16 and 17. Let me see what that says. Um, and, uh, and, of, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace. Okay, let's start at the top. 14, 
What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and doesn't have any works? Okay, you believe in Jesus, but what are you doing for him? What are you doing with him and for him? Are you using the Holy Spirit? Or are you just telling people, yeah, the Holy Spirit lives in me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, amen. It, it, what does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and doesn't have any works? Can faith save him? If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto him, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead being alone. Amen. What we need is manifested blessings. Amen. Manifested blessings blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spiritual works. What are your works that you are doing for the kingdom? Amen. What is your relationship with Jesus like? Do people, do you live, when they, when they, people see you live and when they hear you talking, do they know that you've also talked with Jesus? Do they know you pray to him? Do they know that you are a follower of Jesus Christ? This is very, very important. This is why I preach repentance to people. We need to start learning how to repent, amen, because there's things that we are doing that God sees nobody else can see and we think we're getting away with it, amen? Next, three graces. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and now abides faith, hope, and charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. Be charitable. Love. Show love. Amen. Be love. Sometimes you're the only love that somebody ever got in their life. A person my age, you'd be surprised, a person my age could go for years without understanding or experiencing true love. You would be surprised who your attention will attract. Amen. Next, the unseen things. We're always talking about the seen things that we could see. What about the unseen things? We're supposed to be looking on the natural that people don't look in the supernatural. Second Corinthians 4.18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. It's not going to last long. The stuff that you see is not going to last long. Amen. God's trying to tell us something. He created it. He made everything that is made. There was nothing made that God didn't make that is not by him. It's not going to last. The devil messed that up, okay? He changed that. It's not going to last. But the things which are not seen are eternal. You can't see. Hallelujah. Your ears can't hear. Amen. Your heart can't feel the things that God has for you. You would be surprised. You'd be upset with yourself if you understood and saw everything that God has for you. You would be upset with yourself for not hanging in there and doing your best. Amen. God does his best. Do we? Amen. Look for, expect unseen things. Amen. And next. The spiritual kingdom, Hebrews twelve twenty seven, and this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Amen. Hallelujah. Remove things that are shaken. Amen. As of things that are made. 
the things that are made are, simply put, the things that are made, the things that you can see are going to be set aside, amen, and it's not going to make any difference when that day comes, that great day comes, and God lifts us all up out of here, and we get to see the real supernatural. We get to see the real things that God has for us that will remain. Amen. Now, let me read 1 Peter one twenty five um, as a side note on here. Uh, uh, write that down, and I'm going to 1 Peter uh, one twenty five. 125, um, and it says, but the, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 22, <laughs> seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit, not the flesh, unto unfeigning love, there it is, charity, of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart, fervently, my, those are strong words. Love people with a good heart, a pure heart, fervently means just put your all and all into it. Don't be half, don't, you remember years ago, I don't know if some of you remember this. I know somebody's on here um, that's in uh, the entertain, has been in the entertainment field somewhat. You remember a song called Ain't No Half Stepping? <laughs> this is what, <laughs> okay? If you want to be fervent, if you want to abide, if you want to endure, God's not putting up with any half-stepping. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There ain't no half-stepping. And then it goes on to say, uh, being born again, not of corruptible seed, the flesh, but incorruptible, the spirit, by, circle, underline, yellow, blue, whatever color you want to use for that green, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as flower of grass, as the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower thereof falls away, but the word of the Lord endures, didn't even know that was in there, forever, amen? And this is the word which by the gospel is pre that I am preaching unto you. Amen. I'm preaching that the word endures. God wants you to endure. Amen. Hallelujah. Now I'm I'm ending with scriptures. I'm just going to give you these scriptures real quick. Hallelujah. Let me check my time. My time. My time. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you these scriptures real quick. Amen. Write these down. Okay. It's on the subject of enduring. So you guys can look at this later. Hope everybody's ready and got their uh, notebook. Like I tell everybody, get your notebooks ready. <laughs> Matthew twenty four thirteen, it tells you to endure to the end. Mark four seventeen, persecution offends people, and and it's not supposed to. You're not supposed to be offended by persecution. Uh, you know. Speaking of which, I have been uh, reading. I've been reading a book. Let me get it here. And it's an awesome book. If you, you guys want to learn about endurance and persecution, read this book. It's a man of grace and grit, Paul. Okay? It was called Paul, but at the top it says a man of grace and grit. And it's written by Charles R. Swindle, S-W-I-N-D-O-L-L. You want to you talk about somebody that's been through some stuff? <laughs> Great. A man of grace and grit. If, if, the, if the greatest 
uh, well, when we call him the greatest, but the, a, a good apostle, like the apostle Paul, went through everything he went through, you can too. Amen? And he wrote most of the New Testament. You know, I was told I'd have the Apostle Paul anointing on me, and, and after reading that book, I'm like, yeah, I would say, amen, <laughs> you have to, please endure. There are people who are taking their own lives because they don't understand this principle. Endurance is a part of being a Christian. Endurance is a part of being victorious. Amen? Amen. Mark, uh, yeah, Mark thirteen thirteen, thirteen. Jesus and the disciples, Amen. Endure and be saved. Second Thessalonians one four, write that down. Second Timothy two three, and two ten. A good soldier. God wants us to be a good soldier. There are all kind of soldiers, Amen. I was once one, okay, but. God is like the Marines, amen? He wants the best, amen, hallelujah. He wants you to be a good soldier. Mm. The Marines is looking for a few good men, hallelujah. And uh, 2 Timothy 4.3 and 2 Timothy 4.5, write that down. It speaks on endurance. Hebrews 12.7 and Hebrews 12.20, amen, write that down. James 5.11 and Revelation, uh, James 5.11 and 1 Peter 2.9. Sorry about that. 1 Peter 2.9. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark 12.13 says, Jesus is saying, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Mark 4.17 says, and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time. See, some people endure for a time. They can do it. I think I, I think I can. I think I can. But afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like 2 Timothy 4, 5. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. And I'm not just talking to people that have certificates. Everybody, all of us, Jesus told all of us to go out and preach the word. Amen. If somebody doesn't believe that you're a preacher and you love the Lord and you know something about the Bible, do that thing. Amen. Go out. Reverend Cherry used to tell me years ago, uh, that, uh, Reverend Walter Cherry Sr., he used to tell me, uh, uh, do it in season and out of season. He used to tell me, preach it. Preach it in season and out of preach. Yeah, hey, listen. Preach it when it's good and, 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 and good time to preach. And even if it doesn't look like it's a good time to preach, preach it anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Second uh, Timothy two three. Thou, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And then First uh, Peter. Uh, 219, for this is thankworthy, thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. You, it, it, look, it, it just all boils down to the fact that if Jesus went through it, 
we're going to go through it. Amen? Stop crying. Stop complaining. And, and sometimes whenever you see something happen and you know it's wrong, just just smile, slightly smile and shake your head, you know. Take it as a grain of salt, is what people used to say. Take it as a grain of salt. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Take it. And, and there's another song, I believe it was the Eagles. They said, take it to the limit one more time. <laughs> one more time. Amen. When somebody does something you know, they did it to hurt you. They did it to, to, to hinder you, to bring you down. They did it out of jealousy, hate, hatred, envy. Is that, isn't that Satan? He does it. So you know he's going to find somebody to come up against you every day. You are not going to have a day where something strange or weird hasn't happened or is not going to happen, even if it's behind closed doors and you haven't seen it yet. Amen? You are a child of the Most High God. This is not to put fear in anybody. I'm not trying to put if you if you're If you feel fear, fearful listening to this, then you need to speak to the Lord. Hallelujah, and give him your heart and listen to what he's going to tell you back. Amen. This is for your edification. Hallelujah, I'm trying to edify you. Hallelujah, I'm trying to preach the word to you in season and out of season. Hallelujah, amen. When the microphones work and when they don't work. When one microphone goes out, I'll jump on a phone. The phone goes out, I'll jump on a, on a desk mic. Amen. amen, hallelujah. Are you saved? Are you safe? Everybody listening to this, um, are, uh, this goes all around the world in various, I'm on like eight or nine platforms, iTunes, Apple iTunes, and, and Spotify and everything, and you never know who's listening. There might be one person out there who just wants to be saved, one person out there that just wants a better life and needs help. Jesus is your help. Amen. You're still going to go through persecution. You're still, as I was telling you about the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul was, read, read his bio one day in the Bible. I wish I'd have brought that up. Read his bio. He was let down uh, in a basket on a wall. People tried to kill him. Imagine Apostle Paul used to kill Christians, amen, and everybody knew who he was. They knew he was no good. Oh, my God, that'll preach. I meant to end it trying to, amen. But some of us listening to this, people knew, they know they knew that we were no good. We wasn't worth a dime. A lot of us, just admit it, a lot of us wasn't worth a dime. Think of some things that you did that you would never tell anybody. Amen? Think it real quick and then let it go. Amen. Think of some things that you would never tell anybody. We were, we were doggish. We were mean. Uh, we were, we, were, we uh, fell for temptations. Uh, uh, we fell for lust. And, and different things like that, and greed and money and, and, and fortune and fame. But God came, amen, and he saved us. And, and the apostle Paul killed Christians, and look what happened to him. He ended up writing most of the New Testament because he had that road to Damascus experience. Jesus came to him personally and said, Paul, why are you persecuting Saul? Saul, why are you persecuting my people? What is up with this? Paul had, and then he had to go in by himself for years and learn personally from Jesus, which to me gives him the stamp of approval to write the books that he wrote in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Are you saved? If you're not, just say this. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. 
I accept you as my Savior. I believe you died on the cross and rose three days later. And I appreciate that. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. And amen. Amen. And if you want to read that, Romans 10, 9. Read Romans 10, the whole chapter, Romans 10. We call it the Romans Road. When you, any man that confesses his sins and, and, and also confesses that Jesus died and rose three days later, you're saved. Hey, let me be the second. Hallelujah. I used to say, let me be the first. I say, let me be the second because heaven is rejoicing right now over you. Yes, you can't see it, right? It's in the supernatural, but it's happening. Either you believe or you don't. Amen. The angels are having a party up there in heaven because of you. Your guardian angel right now is standing there. Amen. Looking all happy. Thankful that you just accepted Jesus Christ. You get, I don't know, uh, this is just uh, according to what they say in in movies and stuff, but you just gave your angel wings, so to speak. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn about him. Get a Bible. Learn about Jesus Christ. Get him in your heart. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Yes, people are going to talk about you. They're going to say you're strange. That's a good thing. Remember that. If they don't talk about you, something's wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, everyone, for coming on today, for listening to this. Um, May the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, bring you his grace, give you his grace and, and his glory. Everywhere you go, may people see that halo, a light, a special kind of light over you and on you. People will know that you are a child of the Most High God. Hallelujah. And remember to pray for Israel. Jesus is from Israel. Amen. He was Israeli. Jesus was a Jew. So he said to pray for Israel. Remember to pray for Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Let's do that. Amen. When you do that, you're blessed. Hallelujah. You can't hate Jews and say you're saved. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people out there just heard that. Yeah, right. You can't hate Jews and say you're saved. Amen. Because we're grafted in. <laughs> Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you. And to God be the glory for the things he has done. Amen.